Tudo oromai and welcome to Koko Ngati, a podcast that combines cross-cultural wahine Māori and Pacific male perspectives on issues and topics relating to us. It's our stories by our people. Kia orana, I'm Johnson Riala. Kia ora, I'm Maya Wilson and we're the hosts of Koko Ngati. Season 1 focuses on being mixed race here in Aotearoa. Although we aren't entirely mixed race ourselves, we talk to inspiring people who share their experiences. We'd also like to make a special shout out to Foundation North and the Coconet.tv for their support in making this podcast. Today, we caught all with a Samoan cookie irony social media influencer who was raised in Palmerston North before moving to Logan, Brisbane, and then returning to Aotearoa over five years ago. That's the question that everyone always asks when I say I'm Samoan Kukana they say, which side are you closer to? And that's always the first question that they say. And like I always think about it, and I was like, I love both my sides. And then like after the people keep asking, I was like, Oh my Kukana side. Do you know what I mean? It's just like it was a question that just kept going and then you think about it more and then you're like, I grew up with that side and da 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 When it's like it shouldn't be like that, you know what mm. I mean? Lavi Vitellino, or better known as Fresh Prince, is a genealogy nerd and can trace his Cook Islands heritage back 10 generations. After living in Australia for nine years and having limited access to his cultural heritage, his family made the move to Mangere, South Auckland, where the overload of Polynesian culture came as a shock. My name is Lavi Vettelino, aka Fresh Prince. Um, I was born and raised in Palmerston North, Manua too. And then when I was 11, we moved to Brisbane, Australia, Logan. And then the last five years here in South Auckland and Mangere. Um, yeah, my dad's Samoan, my mum's Cook Island. Um, and I've, I lived in New Zealand a long time, so now I'm a New Zealander as well. So that's, that's three. <laughs> um, and yeah, and um, I love... Um, I love making skits, yeah. uh, videos, social media stuff, and I love my favorite favorite thing is probably like um, genealogy. I know it sounds Actual. weird. I know it sounds weird, but like, That's man, I, I I can sit with an old person for like hours and just be like, okay, so your dad was. Yeah, I, I love that. I can do my own like genealogy in the back of my head. Everything. How far can you go back for you? <clears throat> for me, I think like from my Cook Island side, ten generations. Wow. Yeah, I love it. I, I don't know. It's like weird. That's buzzy. <coughs> yeah, because all my cousins just like, my grandparents will sit there and talk to me. I'll be the only kid sitting there while everyone else is going to play. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. Weird, but I like no, it. No, no, no. It's not weird because my younger brother is exactly the same. Yeah. I can't stand it. He's like, man, you should come and listen. I was like, why? That's what your job is for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but I, I totally understand where you're coming from. And, and that's cool. Yeah. Because I can only go back. To my grandparents. Oh yeah, that's well. embarrassing. <laughs> so um, no, that's real cool. What what's your family makeup? So do you have any siblings? And yeah, yeah, yeah. So I have um, there's six of us siblings. Yeah, so I'm nice. one of the oldest. Oh, I act like the oldest. My older brother's really quiet. Yeah, I'm complete opposite. My youngest brother's like four. Yeah. Yeah, when my mum told her that we're having another baby, we were like, no, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> you shouldn't be doing <laughs> And um, your parents still together? Yeah, my parents still together. Wow, yeah. cool. We all still live together. Yo. Yeah, no one's ventured out yet. Well, we tried, but... <laughs> Always come back home when you're hungry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Nah, cool. So if you go on to what John's was talking about before, what... 
What was your upbringing like? You talked about growing up in, in the Manawatu and Palmy yeah. and then heading to Aussie. So what was that like? Down in Palmerston North. Oh, so my dad's originally from Samoa, then he moved to Auckland and all of my dad's family's here. And in Palmerston North, that's where all my cookie side is. Mm. So I grew up being a cookie um, every day. And then when we come for holidays, I'm a Samoan up in Auckland. You know? <laughs> nah, I had a good upbringing. Um, man, all my family, uh, church, um, the Cook Island CICC. Mm. Even though my, I was baptised Catholic um, and on my dad's side. Um, yeah, I grew up in the Cook Island Christian Church down in Palmerston North. Yeah, Catholic school, Samoan preschool down there. Mm. You wouldn't even think there was one down in Palmerston North mm. with all the Papa A people there. And so apparently when I was young, I was a fluent Samoan speaker. And then when I got to intermediate, we moved to Australia, which was like completely different for us. There was only my mum's brother over there. So, and being in Australia and there's no family, it was really hard for us, I think, for the first couple of years, mm. especially trying to get the family to come over because that's all we're really about as a family, yeah. Well, what was it like um, moving to Australia and uh, how do you learn your culture or how do you, you know, both your Samoan and your Cook Island side, especially because you go from being so immersed in it to almost nothing, almost. So, yeah, where did, where did the cultural kind of fulfilment come from? In Oz? Yeah. Oh, man, I feel like that was our, like, it's like a gap year for us for our, like, Cook Island and Samoan side because we were, like, there was nothing really there and we didn't know anyone. We didn't know our, there wasn't much family there. And if there was family, it was those, that's nanas, brothers, sisters, kids that you just say hello to. We just went to the Balangi churches. Yeah, I think it was like, yeah, like I said, like a gap year that we were just like, just our family. Because how long were you in Australia for? We were there for like eight or nine years. Oh, so, so it wasn't more than, it was a gap, nearly decade. Oh yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. Like gap yeah. decade, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And like so, and then being away from everyone in Palmy and being away from Auckland, like there was no need to really, there was no, nothing around us really. Mm. So what was it like coming back? Was it a bit of like a cultural shock? Yeah. Because you oh. went from having heaps yeah. to nothing and then being like, whoa, we're back again. Yeah, 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 exactly. So when we came to South Auckland, it was like, and because we hadn't moved here yet, like we just came for holiday, so you just see your family, have fun. But when you live here, man, you know, like, and Oz, you go to work and no one's speaking the language or like, you know, just like one or two over here. But my work here, man, no one speaks English. It's just like, oh, Samoan, like Tongans. And yeah, I love it, but it was like a real shock for me walking in Mangere Town Centre, like just seeing all the grandmas and the granddads sitting there. Like I never saw that before until I came here. So I was like, yeah, it was a real culture shock. Was that a nice feeling though? I Is like it a sense it. of home? Yeah, I definitely feel that because for us, we, when, we, when my parents said we're moving back, we didn't want to come. Mm. We were like, no, like... Yeah, I you wanted to be one of those whole, Aussies. No, but I was like, I did just spent like my whole teenage years in Australia and had like all my friends, like all that things. And then you're like to leave all of that behind and then go, you know, back to like what we were before. I was like, how do we do that? When you're like mine, so like... Gonna go to the the mall and hang out with my friends. No, gonna go to the town centre. <laughs> you know, over here we don't do that. Like, I don't. I'm going to the mall with my friends. You know, we just go get a chicken nibbles. Yeah, chicken nibbles. Get chicken nibbles. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> hard out. Um, yeah. One thing that I've noticed by uh, just following your uh, online journey is that your grandmother seems to have played kind of a a role in what's what's that there? What's the connection there with your with your grandmother? Um, my Samoan grandmother. Yeah. Oh, both of my grandmothers. Both I, of them. I, I yeah. love them, sure. but yeah, Nana, I love you. But yeah, yeah. I'll, so my grandmother on my Samoan side, uh, my dad's mum. Mm. Um, she recently passed away in yeah. June. Um, yeah, she just she couldn't speak English. Um, only Samoan, and my Samoan is Talofa and Fa. <laughs> <laughs> you know? And um, my grandma couldn't speak English, so our relationship was we had to like go like just making her breakfast was like. A mission for me because she had to eat certain foods and no one was home and like bringing the toaster out like this <laughs> like, do you want the toast you know peanut butter and like and she'll point you know so that was my relationship with my grandma and i loved it but it was more about what she had done for our family yeah. to be here yeah was she and, first generation was she generation. coming from sa here no so so her one was she sent the kids my dad's siblings yeah, yeah so like um yeah it was more about the reason why I like connect with her like so much is I love the genealogy, like I said. So then, her story about how she came over or like brought us over, you know, that our family when when she passed away, like that was all that was going through our head was like this is the lady that brought us here to New Zealand. Like a little background story: my grandma was born in Manunotai. Her father passed away before she was born, and then her mother, uh, after her father passed away, her mother went to another village and married another man and left her behind. Mm. So she was um, passed around to her mother's brothers and sisters, and it wasn't it wasn't a good upbringing. She was um, more like selling mangoes so that her other siblings and that could go to school. Wow. Yeah, and then it wasn't until she met our granddad. And then um, when she had her kids, she said she doesn't want that for her kids. Mm. And she like she did everything. She moved away from the island because there was nothing there, moved to town. Then from town, she wanted her kids to come to New Zealand. And she sent one over, then the second one paid the next one, then the third one paid that one. And then my grandma came and then bought my dad. Yeah. Wow. So she was a real... Yeah, well, that was her vision. How do you feel about that whole journey she's gone through? And not just for you, your your siblings, but your cousins, how it's quite a common story in New Zealand these days. You know, yeah. you see the the grandparents, the parents come over from the islands to make a better life. How do you feel that you're the fruition of those uh, hard decisions that had to be made? Yeah, 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 yeah. I, um... Mm. <laughs> yeah. No, I hate um, you. Yeah, uh, Sometimes I just can't believe it. You know what I mean? I'm just like, yeah. man, like, because when you go, like, if you've gone to the islands, obviously, you go there and you're just like, they left us. Hard. Hey, do you know what I mean? Hard out. Yeah. And, like, my grandma, she must have left when she was maybe in her 50s mm. or 60s, somewhere. And so, like, spending your whole life in your homeland and just coming here mm. and just leaving all that behind and then coming for us, man, I feel real blessed and, like... Selfless. Yeah, do you know what I mean? And just yeah, it is it is hard to to describe, but um, yeah. it's just more of a feeling, mm. right? Just a feeling of gratitude, a feeling of um, being blessed. Does that play a little part in who you are t- who you are today, and oh, and yeah. how you, in terms of working hard? Yeah, definitely, mm. definitely, and not just for my grandma, my my dad's brothers and sisters, mm. who all like helped in that whole thing, bringing everyone over. Mm. Um, I definitely think I take 
well, I feel like I work hard. Mm. And I hope everyone thinks that too. Well, my my job probably wouldn't say that. Just, <laughs> I talk too much at work, but they're probably like, he's lazy. But I feel like I work hard because of them. And like, even on my cookie side, my grandparents, they're like the same thing. You know? Well, let's let's look at that. How did you kind of balance both cultures? Do you, do you feel like you were um, given an equal amount of love from both cultures and, and learning both cultures? Or do you lean to one side? That's the question that everyone always asks when I say I'm Samoan Kukana, they say, which side are you closer to? And that's always the first question that they say. And like, I always think about it, and I was like, I love both my sides. And then like, after people keep asking, I was like, oh, my Kukana side. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's just like, it was a question that just kept going, and then you think about it more, and then you're like, I grew up with that side, and da da da. When it's like, it shouldn't be like that, you know what mm. I mean? Do you think it's shifted though as you've come back to Auckland? Yeah. Because oh, you're definitely. surrounded more by definitely. your Samoan side because yeah. they're all here. Do you ever feel a little bit disconnected from the Cook Island side sometimes because you're not back with them in Palmy? Nah, I don't feel disconnected with my Cook Island side. Um, but I feel more connected to my Samoan side mm. being here. Like, so it's like, Coming like 50 50 again. Yeah, <laughs> Do you know what I mean? That's mean though. Uh, that's, yeah, it's, it's coming here was like mean. Like, I got to learn, I've learned so much in the last four years really? on my Simon mm. side. Um, just because like I've always been brought up on my cookie side. Like, if you know, like when some people look at Asians, they can't tell them apart. And then when we look at like Islanders, mm. some people probably can't even tell us apart. Like, can't tell. Some people thought I was Maori. Some people, you know, can't tell us apart. Yeah, we're so we're so similar. That's right. But then, like, I think when you're Afrikaner, you realize how different it really is. My cookie side. Um, when it's dinner time, my grandma or my mum will say, "Kids, come to the table, come and eat." My Samoan side is like adults first. Yeah. And imagine my shock, like. Going back to family, like, man, they didn't even let us eat first. <laughs> we had to watch them, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it was, like, real different. But now, like, it's because I didn't know, like, yeah. why they do that. And then being here, I understand. Yeah, yeah but it's, it's totally different. Like, there's so many... But I love my Samoan side. <laughs> Reiterating. Yeah, I just want to say I love... differences, love, eh? Yeah. Like, it's crazy. So many differences, actually. You were talking about um, earlier how you found it hard uh, in terms of the language, yeah. the Samoan language. What are, what are you doing in that space? Are you are you learning it? Because I've definitely seen you. You know, you're in terms of Cook Island language, you seem a little bit more comfortable there. Where where is your where is your journey at at the moment with your um, Samoan language? I'm still learning. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I've learned so much though in the last couple of years being here with my my grandma and my dad's brothers and sisters. I wish I learned this a long time ago. And like, you know, you always like, they always say like, oh, your dad should have taught you when you were little, or like da da da. But how can he when like my mum's called Kailan and you can't, you know, it's, it wasn't a Samoan household. Mm. Actually, um, Brown Pride that I'm in, our six week challenge that I'm doing, we got our, our Samoan classes. Okay. And they're just teaching us the customs and the traditions of Samoa and why they do things and they interpret it into English so that when you say it, you understand. Mm. You know, like, something simple as too low. Mm. Like, everyone, like, I could just say, oh, when you walk past someone, just say too low. Mm. But we'd just be walking past someone saying, too low, but we just like, don't know. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah so that, uh, that's where I'm at right now with the language. I've learned heaps from my grandma, but I'm getting more comfortable with it. 
So moving on a bit, have you always been classed as this funny guy? Like, has it always been your thing or have you grown into it? What is that like? Do you think you're funny? No, I don't know. You can't, you can't, you can't. Oh, I'm like. Do your own trumpet. I don't know. Go on. This one, I love the videos. I'm like, oh. Yeah. Which one? Yeah. Like, tell me that was dumb one. I don't, uh, I don't think I'm that funny. Like growing up and stuff, did you, were you, I don't know, did people always laugh at what you had to say or just something that came naturally? Yeah, so like um, when I went back to Palmerston North, I went to, uh, uh, what do you call it? A Samoan preschool. Malama Lama Aonga Amata. Sorry if I, if I butchered that. Yeah, they um they used to have like the Christmas, like all the kids come and do the Christmas yeah. things. And like, you know the the Fuataimi, the one mm. that stands in the middle? They said that that was always me. Oh yeah, that's always yeah. gotta be the funny person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so I then, can imagine that. Yeah, so she was like the the pastor's daughter down there, the five year old's daughter was like, Man, that's all I remember of you when you were like just always up there dancing and just like blah 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 and then she said that um when she saw me doing videos she knew exactly like that's what I was gonna do. All right. So I do feel like maybe I've always been funny, but in my own head I'm like, I don't know. Obviously that, that has shaped the the way that you are today, right? With, yeah. With definitely. what you with what you're doing and we know that you're most well known for being uh, Fresh Prince. How, how did that online persona start? One thing I forgot to mention is um, Australia, they finish at year 12. Mm. Yes. And so um, year 13, my brother came back for, to La Salle. And then, so he finished at La Salle for one year. And then I finished high school in Australia the next year. And then I was like, what am I going to do? Mm. So I decided to go year 13 in Palmerston North, Awatapu College. And then I finished school and then I didn't have a job. Mm. I didn't have a job and I was sitting there. I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. Um, I was just at home like while everyone was at work and everyone was at school. And then I just started making videos. I made one video and then the second one went off and then I just made a page. Mm. Like that's literally just how it was. But back then there wasn't much um, island um, influences on there. You know, it was like, there was only like one or two and like there wasn't room for others. Do you know what I mean? Like, where if you look today, man, it's everywhere. Just everywhere. Right? You know, anyone can be like an influencer. But back then, like 2014, 2013, no one was like doing it. You know, there was maybe a couple like Dennis and all of them. How, how do you feel when people are like, oh, you're an on, you're a social media influencer? How does that make you feel? I don't know. I don't really like that too because yeah. I feel like I'm normal. Mm. Yeah. Uh, because I'm like sorry. I said to you before Is that you Don't follow the, the traditional social media Influencer route So um, lots of them like to hang out with each other mm. And um, You know collaborate with each other Whereas you just like to do your own thing And you just like yeah. to You collaborate with your sister <laughs> is, yeah. it, is it your little sister? Yeah, that's yeah, my yeah little sister. you collaborate with your little sister So how did old um, princess come in? She um, also had no job she was about four years old. <laughs> and we were like, <laughs> I was just, she was like, she made, I feel, she feel like she's like a mini me. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like, just in front of the camera, she's just like, loves it. Eh? Like, she always does that, like, I don't want to do a video. And then as soon as the camera's on, boom, she's in her character. That's how she came in and everyone loved her. Yeah. Um, she was a little bit fresh. She yeah, because you made her cry, that massive one, you made her cry around disappearing. Oh, yeah, no, yeah. That was, that was sad. <laughs> It was funny. Yeah. But it was You sad. don't feel sad though. No, like, that was funny. I like 
you don't care. No, like she literally, like, you know, the fake challenge yeah. and you make them disappear. Like, we didn't tell her, like, we did that on a Friday. We didn't tell her till Monday that it was fake. <laughs> so, um, the weekend she was telling everyone she saw Harry Potter. <laughs> it's not even a, like, not even a lie. Oh and <laughs> but we only told her on Monday because we didn't want her to go to school and, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, but but still, but you know, I guess going back to that um, the original question around, yeah, the way you conduct yourself in in, in a non kind of social media influencer way, is that is that on purpose? I still haven't seen like a hundred percent my self worth. Mm. Like to be honest, I don't want to go like down there, but I'm just like, <laughs> what well, no, we're going for? Now we're going there. <laughs> we're going no, down. But, um, <laughs> like I just feel like in my head all the time, I'm always like. I'm not good and like you know what I mean like oh my content's not like their ones or like you know what I mean I feel like shy and they're like do you want to collab and I'm like oh well like, like even today like do you want to do the podcast yeah. I just sit there like why me like do you know what I mean because I don't and like I have like my friends like tell me like man you're like good like come on you know what I mean but I was like oh I just feel shy and like oh I don't feel like... You so need to back yourself. Yeah. Because obviously, by the following that you have, right, you're good. Yeah. And I wonder, do you feel like it's the society thing where it's this tall poppy syndrome and you don't want to talk yourself up because someone's just going to come chop you down and be like, comment on your videos like, nah, or you suck. I, yeah, like, I definitely think that plays a part. I always say that I don't care what people say. And, like, mm. when you have a page like this, people say stuff every day. Mm. Like, I'm all good with that. But, like, this year is the year that I've been saying I'm going to take all my opportunities that come. Uh, we had a show called Cookie Vibes um, at Woodside at the start of the year. And I had to co-MC with um, Tapi, um, Katakata mm. with me. He's mm. a Cook Island social media. And, like, he, that, he does it as a living. So I was standing there, like, I can't do this. Like, he's too good. You know what I mean? And he was the one that was telling me, like, come on, mm. you can do it. Like, just say something on the mic. Welcome, everyone, <laughs> to the Cookie Vibes. Yeah, I... I mm, right. I need to learn that yeah. I'm good enough. Yeah, no, that's... that's <laughs> it's, it's so... Uh, I, just, I just find it strange that the... I'm not saying you don't lack... You, you lack self-confidence because, you know, I, I feel like you are confident. But um, it's almost kind of two different personas, really. Do are you are you adopting some like when you when you do go to record your content? Because I know for some people, like I have had a chat to Dennis, and he likes to record his content by himself when nobody's watching, yeah. so he can just do his own thing. Is is that what you do? Yeah. Ah. Uh, yeah so it's yeah. kind of like you hide in the room, do your thing, upload it, and then let everybody. Yeah, I c I couldn't even like have someone watch my video and I'm there. Mm. I don't know. I'm just turn it off, please. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. So if you look at that, how do you manage your social media? Like, do you take breaks? Like, how do you juggle having a full-time job? <clears throat> yeah, that's hard. I think as soon as I got my full-time job, it, like, definitely dropped. I used to post, like, every day. But now it's, like, you know, every now and then when I feel like I have time or... Is it, like, a stress relief or, like, just to take your mind away things? Like, oh, I'm going to do this. Or what makes you want to make the content? I love doing it. But then, like, sometimes when you're, like, when you become a social media influencer, like, you start doing it, I feel like, for, for, the, for the fans. Mm. You know what I mean? I always feel like, because people always say, you do it for yourself, like, because you're happy. But it's like, you get messages, like, every day, like, oh, like, I love your videos. Like, you 
pulled me through this hard time. Mm. And then when like you stop doing it, they're like, oh, I just feel like you become like in pe- other people's lives. Mm. And do you After feel so like long, sometimes like, they want more? Like they say you don't post a video. Do you ever have people where you're like, bro? Where you been? Where you been? Like, where you I need you. <laughs> yeah, like, do you know what I mean? I'm going for a rough feel- time. I need you. Where's yeah, your videos? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I definitely feel pressured to like make content and keep it like recent as well. Mm. Jump on trends sometimes. Mm. Does that take the enjoyment out of it? Sometimes? You feel like you have to do it for someone else other than yourself? Sometimes I feel like that. Mm. Yeah. Because you have, like, you did your own, like, you did the the TikTok, the TikTok dance one. That was your your trend one, right? Oh yeah, yeah, to, yeah, yeah. Um, so so a lot of them have taken off. Where does the you talked about trends, but where does the influence come from in terms of your your content and when you start putting it together? Is it everyday experiences? Is it? Um, yeah, definitely everyday experiences, and just like TikTok was like, man, I feel like I'm a good dancer. <laughs> so I was just like, okay, yeah. chuck some moves together. They're all the same moves that everyone else is doing, but to a catchy song. Yeah, I don't know, but yeah, I get influenced by like everything. You know what I mean? My little sister, yeah, my my grandma's stories and stuff. Um, I've been a lot like um, trying to connect with my my culture now. Like, if you see my videos now, it's all about like singing at the mm. thing and mm. and like learning like. Start putting Samoan and stuff in there because I feel like it's like really important now. Mm. And like if, after you've done this for like how long has it been? Like five years. Mm. Like what more can you do? Like especially like in much skits anymore and stuff because mm. everyone's doing that. Or like all the ones that I can think of are done. Why don't you do more paid commercial partnerships? Or yeah, where where does that lie with you? Do you have do you have businesses coming through and being like, hey, do you want to do this? Or I mean, t- to put it in perspective, um, if we look at Maya and, and being a silver fern and an athlete, she's quite uh, particular. She wants to do stuff that she, that she feels authentic about. Mm. So sometimes with um, social media influencers, we're like, do you actually like that, that shampoo? Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, 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 so yeah, so yeah. With, with, where, do, where do you stand with paid commercial partnerships? Yeah, I get messages like that all the time mm. um, to share... I don't know, like a cheesecake. <laughs> like it's always food with me though. It's like, come on, where's Wait, all those I'd sports brands? No, like give me some tights, <laughs> some skins. If anyone's out here listening, <laughs> yeah, like you want some, well, some tight like, skins? Can you share this cheesecake? Jordan, like, share this. It's always food, but like I love it. Like, all good. <laughs> like my family, I'm like, I just need to take a photo of it, and then you can all eat it. You know what? Yeah, I don't know. And that's another thing that like, I'm always like, why me? Like, it's why? so interesting because you. you You're kind of in that space too, right? Yeah, I think maybe it's how I look at it is my job is only a short opportunity. It's only a time span of maybe 10 years if I'm lucky and it's going back to those opportunities, right? So knowing that this isn't going to last forever, I need to make the most of it, but making sure that whatever I do, um, you know put out there I I 100% believe Um, and that's the hard thing I like you I don't think I'm anyone different and then I find it weird that I'll be walking in the mall or something and people walk past me and they're like oh my gosh there's my Wilson and I don't notice that but everyone else around me notices that yeah 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 how how, how do you handle that I feel shy but um, it's always my little sister or someone with me like 
that person's looking at you. <laughs> yeah, or, then, or, she, or they'll talk to her and then she'll come. That person wants a photo. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, especially here in South Auckland. Man, it's crazy. They talk around. They don't talk to you. They talk around you. Yeah. Or then yeah. they're like, you go home and then you get a message like, I saw you at the town centre. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then you're like, then you're just, I don't know. They're always just like, what come say hi. Yeah, like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, no, no, nothing, nothing like what, that. What happens in your DMs? What? Like, who slides in there? It's pretty boring. Eh? Like, that's like, <laughs> 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 no, right. We'll talk about this later. <laughs> but. Some stuff that you just maybe just don't want to deal with in, in your DMs, you know? Because do people come and expect you to be a counsellor? That's good. I've been a counsellor quite a few times, random. So am I. Yeah, and Trust just... Me. I don't know. Like, that's another thing. Like, I feel obliged. Like, that I, like, have this page and, like, you know, I'm always, like, talking about, like, if you need someone to talk to, like, I'm here. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, I get Even when I, like, post those things and, like, I wholeheartedly believe that, like, you know, that... Yes, like, I'm here to help us, anyone, whenever you need. It does and get hard, like, though. Yeah, and then it's just, like, you said it, and I believe it, but it's just so many, like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then you feel like if you don't help or you don't reply, it's just like, oh. You don't want to be the thing that uh, doesn't help them get better or exactly. make things easier. Exactly. Um, but it's also, when you have so many people messaging you, there's all this weight. Yeah. It can get quite heavy. Exactly, exactly. Um, you don't want to go tell your family, no. like your mates, because those words are said in confidence, right? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Like, how do you feel about that? Yeah, it's a hard one. Mm-hmm. Like, and like you just said, you don't really want to go tell anyone because yeah. it's not their business. It was just between you two, and then so you just keep it on you. But that's where I, well, I would never know, but around protecting yourselves, mm. you know, so... There is, uh, at the moment, you know, there's the power of the screenshot, mm. you know, that, are you mindful of that? And, you know, have you, because I've, because at the moment there's, there's this kind of movement going around, around cancelling influencer culture yeah. and lots of people kind of drop various different screenshots around what's happened in the DMs and yeah. that sort of jazz. Um, and I had to go back and be like, Shit, "What's happened to my DMs?" Yeah. Um, I'm good though. I'm good. Um, and so, how, does that does not worry you? But are you aware of that? Yeah, I'm aware of that. Yeah. Before you answer that, um, people might hear some um, lawn mowing or what's that thing called? Grass trim. Weed cutter. Weed cutter <laughs> going we on. Need in, need yeah, or going on we in the background. <laughs> Weed cutter. Um, <laughs> That's the neighbours. That's the neighbours. So, so don't worry about that part. But how do you protect yourself? Yeah, I think from the start that I've always, always made sure that my content is like safe in a way. Like you'll never hear me swear. You'll never hear me. I've always like been like, nah, I can't do that because of these people. Can't do that because of that. So I feel like I have been restricted actually now that I think about it. Mm. And I've always tried to keep myself like. Proper, like if someone calls me out, like I will talk to them, like mm. this is why I did it, like blah 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 blah. Like I remember, like a couple of years ago, I was doing like um, I'm talking about like it was funny skits. Like for me, it was funny. My mama was funny. I was just like talking about like girls with like size twelve feet, you know, like, <laughs> all those things. And then like last year, it was like when all these girls like this is an old video years ago. Last year was when the girls like, do you know that girls can feel insecure about those things? Mm-hmm. And da 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 da. And then like I had to like, and at first I was like, nah, like it's just funny. Like, and like lots of my fans were like, oh, it's just a joke, blah blah blah. But then like it made me sit down and think in my room, like, oh my god, like 
it's true like you yeah. know what I mean and so I had to go out and apologise and all that stuff for something that's happened a long time ago for something that's happened yeah. a long time ago yeah. I don't know the times have changed and like we don't do things like that anymore, mm. and it wasn't necessarily the, the intent wasn't in that way right no 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 definitely and I tried to explain that but, like, but no but like girls like that's what I say, like I've mentioned to Maya, there's, the, there's a trial by social media. Yeah. There's no point in arguing online yeah. and social media because they just don't get it. Yeah, and you it know? won't end. Yeah. As soon as they see that one comment, that's when the rest jump on that bandwagon. It's like, yeah, she's right. You shouldn't have done And then you're like, oh, I was like looking at all the people that liked the comment. Oh, hell. <laughs> <laughs> Take note. Are you my friend? <laughs> So talking about keyboard warriors, what have you learnt about them and how have you learnt to deal with them? They have absolutely no life. <laughs> <laughs> like literally, like keyboard warriors, like I don't even like, you see someone give me a big paragraph today, I won't even reply to it. And if I reply to it, I just call them kind of like, have a good day, thank you. But Has always. it always been like that though? Or at the start, did you take things start, to heart? At the start, it was just like, what the hell? Like I did this one where I was, a video, a skit, where I was like um, mocking like plastic islanders that didn't understand like Samoan or something. Because that's me. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then this lady was just like, you know, that's so rude to all of us that can't understand Samoan and da 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 And all that stuff. And I was just like... It was a big one and I remember just like taking two days to think about it because it was like in earlier stages and I was like angry. I was talking to my mum about it, like that's how bad it was. And then I, I replied I replied to her and I was like, you know, that's me. I'm a plastic islander as well. Like I can't speak the language, da da da. That's my life experience. And then my mum sat down and she said that they write those things because they don't know you. Like they don't know me and I don't know them. So why are you wasting your time? You know, like, it was just, that was the thing. And, like, now I'm just like, I don't waste my time for anyone. I can't even see those bad comments anymore. It's been that long. How do you deal with your own mental health when it comes to this? You know, you said with that, with that lady, it took you, you, you mulled over it for, like, two days. Yeah. So how now that it's been five years, that Fresh Prince has been going, how do you look after your own mental well-being? Oh, I just um, take a break. Uh, yeah, like uh, there, I think there's nothing better than just like shutting all your socials off, or like not posting and stuff for a while. I saw your last one's October twelfth. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. He's one of those guys of, that's gonna where come are you? Where are you? Where are you, bro? <laughs> and I think that's what I'm doing right now. Mm. I'm just like because like obviously like I'm a lot bigger than what you last saw me in June. <laughs> And like right now I'm doing a six week challenge and I'm feeling, and I always feel better when I'm like, when I feel better about myself and when I've like had a break and then boom, I'm right back at it. Can we, can we go there though? Because one of the things that we often discuss is around body image. Mm. And although it might seem really, really confident, uh, one of the things that I struggle with is body image and um, being an athlete one of the things she's constantly judged by is being is her body so just touching on the, on the topic of of body image i am by no means confident in my own body even right now mm. but i can make it look like that i am on top of the world and i'm i've got all the confidence in the world i can just turn it on and off and i find it really really interesting because we don't have these discussions as men mm. as male around body image yeah. I, I know there's lots of discussions happening in the female space and but for me personally and, and I have these conversations with my all the time around how fat I am <laughs> so 
um, with yourself, you know, you, you said something there earlier around, um, around your, your own body. Uh, where are you at with that? And, and how, how has that journey been over the last couple of months? Oh, man. I am, by my body, I, I, I'm not comfortable mm-hmm. at all. Like, I 100%. And I feel like I've been like that for a long time. Mm-hmm. Like, you go to, like, a youth group, and they're, like, going to do an island performance, and they say, take your shoes off. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, I don't know. Like, you know, I don't want to do it anymore. Do you know? And I will not do it. Like, I don't know. I just feel like, like I said, I'm not the, the smallest. I'm not the muscliest. Is that even a word? But you're not big. Oh, That's like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I, oh, yeah. I struggle. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? And I, like, I can seem like online just like I love myself, but yeah, at this moment, no, definitely not. When, when do you feel like you would be able to get to that point? Oh, that's a hard one. Because I'm, st- I'm still trying to figure that out too. Yeah. You know, I um, definitely think we're on the same boat here. I am currently at my, <laughs> at my heaviest. Yeah. And even people are like, that's not even big. I was like, yeah, but you haven't seen what I was before. Yeah. Um, and yeah. when you work in a in an industry where you're, you know, so it's even got to, so I've got a story running tomorrow on TV One and I'm not even in it. Oh, so wow. it's just my voice. Yeah. So I've done, so it's got to a point where when I'm editing a story, when I'm doing a story, I won't put myself in it. And I have this joke that I always say that I'm always like, yeah, well, my teeth is the only thing that I have going for me. Oh, <laughs> like, wow. like, says it all the time. That's what I say. I say my, my smile and my teeth is the only thing I have going for me. Yeah. Um, and, the, and I know that that's a dig at myself, but interesting just sharing this conversation with you around meeting another, I guess, Pacific male that also doesn't feel comfortable in his yeah, body. Nah. I'm definitely like, you know, you go through your Instagram, you're like shitless photos of everyone and, you know, standing in front of the mirror. Like, I don't know. It's yeah. hard to explain. Like, my family are really good at it, just, like, loving themselves. Yeah. You know what I mean? My sister's, like, we got a big family. And they love, like, they love every part of them. Oh, maybe, but I haven't had a conversation with them about that. Mm. So who knows? But the way that they just do it, I always envy it. But for me, yeah, it's mm. hard. And, like, you'll see on my social media, like, I hardly post as well. And I think that's a part of it. So I come from a background of... Uh, being scrutinized by commentators Mm. about my weight and it got to a point where I was losing weight and I would hop on the scales and have lost 25 kgs or something but I didn't feel there like I still didn't feel comfortable or still don't in myself do is it is there a goal like do you feel like you could get to that point and be like nah I still don't feel good Mm. it's a weight thing and myself thing like we were talking about before my self-worth and all that stuff like man i've got a lot of work to do after, after this conversation because <laughs> so i was like you know i never talk about it do you know what i mean and like when you're bringing it up now i'm just like man i like 100 percent just need like it gets to the point like i'll hop on the scales and whatever that number says that will determine if i feel good or bad about myself mm. and because <coughs> of my line of work uh I've been told, I've lost so much weight, been told to lose weight all my life. Now they said, you've lost too much. Now put on weight. Yeah. And you would think it's easy, right? Yeah, Just eat yeah, a few yeah, pies yeah. and stuff. But like mentally, that going on in the background, like I eat that stuff. 
oh, I'm going to go back to the person I was 25 kgs yeah. ago. Like, <clears throat> how does that make you feel? Like, do you feel like you're in the similar boat, potentially, or how do you feel on that? I don't know. <laughs> We're rolling out <laughs> the big guns, eh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just, yeah. So, work in progress? Like, still got to think about it? Yeah, I just, I feel like in my head that I will never get to somewhere that I want to be. Mm. Like, that, that's just me in my head. I think I'm like you too. Yeah, just like. Never going to be good enough. It's that self-worth thing, eh? Yeah. Uh, well, you mentioned self-worth earlier. I just feel like, yeah. Do you know what I mean? I'll never look like, looking at the photos, like, I'll never look like that. Yeah. That's hard, man. You said like, oh, you just said you don't have a, like, a conversation. <laughs> Like, get me out. Yeah, I'm like, oh, no, but it's good. I love this. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's yeah. made me like think a lot about myself mm. because I feel like I'm not always thinking about myself, I'm always thinking about this. That's normal, though. Hey, it's to yeah. deflect. Yeah. Mm. And it's like not taking, um, or how you're saying, when, like, how do you feel about the influencer to Like, no, 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 I'm not up there. It's because you just think you're a normal Joe. Like, mm. I'm not going to deflect that. I don't want the attention like it can go there. Yeah, definitely. The work that you do is incredible. So is there a is there a long term plan for Freshmints? Like where are there some things that you wanna do in terms of collaborations? Do you wanna take it as a tour across the Pacific? Do you wanna introduce some merchandise and go into movies? I don't know. I'm just throwing things at you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, definitely. Like I wanna I want Freshmints to be my job. Mm. You yes. know what I mean? Like but it's it's myself, like, we just keep, we just, like, been talking about it. It's me, like, I'm just like, my mom like, make a t-shirt, like, back then, when I was, like, up there. Make t-shirts, like, nah, when everyone else was doing the t-shirts, like, send me, like, um, adverts about, like, we need a Polynesian boy for a TV show, like, mm-hmm. you know, as a, nah, do you know what I mean? And I was like, it's me, and, like, and right now I'm working at a job that I don't like mm-hmm. for five years. And every year I say I'm leaving, but I, I, I don't know. I'm just thought, I'm scared as well. I'm scared to take that next step, or like scared to reach out and be like, "Hey, like, I put it yourself out there." Yeah, right? do you know what I mean? Wow. Unless I'm drunk, then I'm like, <laughs> no, some friends <laughs> have said, "Man, now. you're like exactly who you are online when you're drunk." Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh. What is it gonna take? In I mean, we we talked about some some com- some confidence issues there and, and around yourself. You're mm. gonna have to make it work, but. In order to make this a full-time job, what do you think it's gonna? T- what else do you think it's gonna take? Because it's, it's, you know, it's possible. People make a living off it now. Yeah, it's me. Mm. Like I definitely feel that, and I, I can tell that you're looking at me like, "Yep," <laughs> like you know, like yes. Do it's you a- have anybody out there that could help you in this next next phase? Because obviously, it, it's it's a it's a business, right? It can help in terms of. The business plans and and how you incorporate commercial partnerships and that sort of stuff. Mm. Is there anybody out there that you can tap on the shoulder and be like, "Hey, do you mind? I just need a little bit of help here." Or does that come back to a pride thing where you're like, "Ah, oh, what if they don't want to help me?" Yeah, definitely. But then I think it's uh, another one is like I don't like to be in the scene, so like I didn't open myself up to like when I was in those spaces with all these other people, I didn't go like yeah let's catch up after this and we'll go and i just like go to the thing leave yeah straight after because you can make more money doing like emceeing gigs because you're really 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 good at it yeah i saw you at nation vibes Um, (laughs) and you know you've done you've done cookie vibes is touring at the moment i know the event space has taken a hit due to covid yeah but um yeah there's 
there's a lot of strings to your bow that you have that I don't know if you actually realise. Yeah. I see it. But I'm scared. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that's me, man. I don't think you're alone, though. Like, I feel this is a real common theme among our Māori and Pacific people is that fear of failure, but or not backing themselves when actually they can. Yeah. So if you think about it, is there any particular thing, like do you just want to do like the Fresh Prince skits or the events or acting? Like, are you open to endless possibilities? Or I, is there I something? am open. Like, you I, I love... Can you rap? Oh. Sing? You, you, you've do you got want a song. Give you a He's got bars? a song. You've got a song. Yeah, um, I, did, I did have a song. And yeah. that was like the thing about opportunities this year that... Um, I told myself, opportunity comes, like, I will take it. Or, like, obviously, if it's good or not. Yeah. And so I just got a, um, Rex Atirai was, like, sitting in the garage with me, and he was like, gee, do you want to do a song? Me. And I sat there on the couch, like, me? And he was like, yeah. Like, I remember back like, in church, we used to sing. He's like, no one knows you sing it. And I was like, oh. If I sing, I just pretend that I'm, like, joking around, but really... And then but we really recorded Yeah out. then like, Two weeks later We were in the garage Recording a song And then we were At New FM And then I was like I have a song <laughs> <laughs> Yeah I was like I have a song What the hell Yeah and like I That feeling was really good mm. But then there was like He's like Yeah we're gonna put it On all social medias And I was like No You know what I mean Then I went back Into my that. Oh. Yeah. That's a process That it feels like You're, you're, you're still working through And Oh definitely um, All the best with it You've done all of this in, in five years And the stuff that you do is funny the, the things that you do is awesome So any any other plans before we before we wrap it up? Any any other plans for uh, When we look at the summer or for 2021? Is there some, some projects that we can look forward to That hopefully we can jump on board and support too? Working on myself? <laughs> nah, after this conversation, man, wow <laughs> Can we do this like every week? So I can like This is our therapy, okay? Yeah. Not yours <laughs> Well, it's out there Because I was like, he's like asking me these things and I'm just like, man, like that's not something that you think about every day. You know what I mean? I'm just busy with work and all this stuff. So I'm going to go in the car and just sit there for like two hours and just be like, oh my God. Like I said, I just want to... Album? No. Oh, oh okay. A tour? Yeah, well, we'll see. Yeah, no, like I'm definitely, like I said, I'm open to all these opportunities coming and I, I can't wait to back myself. Because I know that once that comes, I know the opportunity is going to be endless. Mm. You know, and we can't wait to see what you come out with, like just having this, what, 45 minute conversation of like, man, we feel you on so many levels. Yeah. Like we can relate to you. I feel like so many other people are going to relate to you. So thank you for sharing. And I know there's things that you probably didn't think you were going to come here and talk about. So no. to be able to be vulnerable, share with us. But thank you. So to finish off, our last question for today is, how do you hope everything you do will help inspire like our future generation? Another deep one. Oh my God. Who's <laughs> that? How do I hope that what I do yeah, will inspire? Will inspire. To be honest, I just want everyone, I just want them to be happy, eh? No matter what, like, I feel like I will overcome anything that you can do. And, like, I'm still working on it, guys. Like, if you're out there listening, like, we will get through this. It's And, like you said, there's, like, people out there that can help you and stuff. And that's what I want. I just want everyone to be happy. 
That's all good. Yeah, like that's all good. <laughs> and myself. <laughs> you want yourself to be happy. I want myself to be happy. Thank you for tuning in to episode four with our special guest, Lovey Betty Lino, aka Fresh Prince. Would love to hear any of your feedback, so hit us up on our socials at Kokongati underscore podcast on Facebook or Instagram. Season one of Kokongati is made with support from Foundation North's Pacific Future Makers Fund and the Coco Net. <laughs>